I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Thank you. Cheers. And you can believe that that was the most structured rehearsed part of the evening. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to transition all... now from polished stand-up material into us talking based on things you write down on these pieces of paper. Uh, uh, so who's listened? Okay, let me gauge this. Who's listened to the podcast before? Make some noise right now. It's thin. It is a thin noise. Yes. Uh, and then who hasn't listened, uh, made, uh, listened to the podcast before? Make some noise. The thicker sound. The good uh, news for you guys is there's about 70 to 80 gorgeous episodes that you can just plug in. <laughs> You can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the other ones. Yeah. And we don't Sound have a sp- cloud. also we don't have a sponsor for this podcast. So if we are looking knows, for one. We're looking uh, for one. Any cr- cool Christchurch? The Fudge, Fudge Cottage. Cottage. Oh, ah! <laughs> that is what we're talking about. Yes, that kind we of synergy. Sync. We are in sync. Amazing. So you reckon the Fudge Cottage sounds like a homophobic slur? Uh, also, yeah, fuck off your folks, college man. Uh, also, a job that every gay in Christchurch has had once has been the person who walks around with the tray in the arts and be like, "Anyone want to try some fudge?" <laughs> I've noticed they've rebranded because it used to be like uh, a gay or a lady kind of dressed like it's like the 1800s, be like, yes. "Oh, we whipped up a nice fresh batch of fudge," uh, and now it's modern, it's sleek, it's stale, and it's chic. It's They're like, like you want, "Eat you some fudge? fucking fudge or fuck off." Yeah. Uh, and I. And I like that when it's crazy that the only thing they sell is fudge, uh, which I think, honestly, you can have too much of. Also, today I was like, Chris, where is the venue? And he said, near the fudge cottage. <laughs> and Eli said, oh, you pee. Uh, <laughs> okay, wow. What's everyone's type of fudge on the count of three? One, two, three. Who said what was that? What, what Rum and, and raisins. Gorgeous Gorg- fudge, actually. This is some classic fudge banter up top. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the fudge pickers. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you say a fudge? Yeah. What's your fudge? Chocolate. Oh, I would oh, never a classic. Go for chocolate fudge. Uh, I'm loving the spotlight because yeah, this, this bit definitely gorgeous. deserves a spotlight. Uh, did, you say, did you say a type of fudge? No fudge. Uh, not, a fa- not, a fudge of, not a fan of fudge. I'm not a fan of fudge. I'm a fudge fin son. And keep, uh, <laughs> did you say a fudge? I did. What did you say? Russian. Oh, who, any Perfect. other Russian fans? Yeah. It's the best one. Russian's uh, amazing. It's I will say that. There's no other, um, no other food item has a Russian flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Just the American election. Okay. Uh, wow. Were you aware political? this was a political was show? <laughs> we are diving into American politics. No, we will not. This uh, is a rally. We are dumb as shit. So, uh, um... <laughs> We are Bernie Hoes, though. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, that's God. my mental <laughs> monologue to myself. <laughs> quote the male gaze podcast live and coach. Are you a Bernie bro? I don't know. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful quotes like that that we can print on T-shirts and sell as merch. Yes. Uh, we'll be selling it out by my book. My um, Fifty Shades of Hay joke. I wrote that was that really good. Literally, when walking through a supermarket, I was like, oh, I'm um, a wordsmith. Okay. That's beautiful. That's Oscar Wilde. That's, That's Oscar Catherine w- Mansfield. Oh, how is that pronounced? Catherine Mansfield. Mansfield. Oh, just the pronunciation. Yeah. Well, should we um, rip into that? Yeah, should we play the theme song? Cue the theme song. We have a theme song. Some yeah, of you have never heard that. I'm sorry, Mom. 
it's not a face. Sing along if you know it. It's a man. No one knows that. I'm going. Try to get a bite. Oh, that for God's sake. And welcome along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze. And listeners, say hello to Christchurch. Perfect. We didn't even rehearse Amazing. that. That was absolutely this stunning. This will be uploaded. So if you say anything out loud, like confess. This can be our confess mic if you've got a confession later on the show. Beautiful. Say it in and we will put that into the ears of literally 50 people who listen to our podcast. <laughs> who are all here tonight. Who uh, are all in this room. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Chris, you've been in Christchurch for a few days now. How are you feeling? Two days. I'm going to take my glasses off uh, because they are dirty and I can't connect with you. Um, yeah. I'm literally loving it. Um, Nice to be back with my parents uh, in the house. Immediately have turned into a rat bag. I can't control it. Like, I'm at home and just immediately just revert to my, like, pent-up, closeted 16-year-old self. Yes. Mum's like, do you want toast? I'm like, stop asking me questions. Chris Let has, me be. Chris's house looks like truly the Thunderbirds mansion as well. I didn't know I Thunderbirds. Always think that, I did not know Thunderbirds. What, does anyone... Is Thunderbirds straight or gay? I think it's gay. Uh... <laughs> But it's That's like, how this works. What do you reckon? I think it's this. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is aspiring there are some, questions, not waiting there are for an some answer. Some camp characters in Thunderbirds. They have a gorgeous uniform, like the, the little hats I will and say, the little sash. You look a little bit like a Thunderbird. Thank you. I think you've got a good sized head on you. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do that like. Like, well, there they do. <laughs> Little Who's the walk? lady? The only lady Penelope. Mark, imagine that office. She's the only woman there. I know. Well, no, she's... No, no, Chris. I don't know it. She doesn't live at the Thunderbird, Thunderbird Mansion. She is. She works with Parker, who's her driver, and they drive around and do other spy That's missions. fucking she hot. She is in a car uh, called Fab One. Fab. Amazing. It's pink. It's chic. It's a Corvette. Maybe I do not know a single thing about cars, but uh, <laughs> but it's got secret guns hidden in it. I think you could write some fanfic for sure. For sure. About yeah, I'd uh, love I to. Im- I imagine these long nights where they're like, "Guys, should we just blow off some steam, jerk off in the showers together?" I could imagine that. They're all brothers. Okay. <laughs> and I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> and if the, if there are people in the audience who don't have a problem with that, then let them jerk each other off, even if they're brothers. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, it's been so nice. <laughs> can, you, can you tell my parents that I love them? Thank you. Uh, thanks for the this toast. This is a political podcast in that it's pro-incest. Uh, <laughs> it's the hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, uh, beautiful. No, I, I've actually had an amazing week because I got Invisalign this week. And thank you. Yes. Okay, no, no support people. Your teeth. Uh, <laughs> this is an anti-teeth crowd. Yeah, I'm trying to straighten my teeth. Okay, you shouldn't have to do that. And I know, I know. That society... Makes you think that you should behave straight. Like, you shouldn't, Eli. Okay. Get your teeth be gay. No, proud and gay teeth. If I could, I would get... I know that I'm grinding my teeth down. Uh, but you first, yeah. you're in the in my teeth. Well, you uh, know... Oh, this well, is teeth chat. Okay. You know that episode... Obviously, this is an episode in America's not, next top, Knox Top Model. America's Knox Top Model. America's top model where yeah. one of them's got screwed up teeth and then they send her to Thailand and try to, like, fuck up her teeth and there's a weird GoPro in the corner. And then she's out. She's basically unconscious for, like, three days and then she wakes up she's got perfect teeth. I wish I could do that. Oh. I loved America's Next Top Model. And my favourite episode was the makeover episode. Uh, the best. And I just love when Tyra would be like, you're going blonde. <laughs> She'd be like, Sarah, we're shaving it all off. And then yeah. and they're all crying. And I was always like, I always wanted to be the girl 
who she shaved all the hair off. I know. It's the most dramatic storyline. It's crazy. It's it's like season 24, and they're like, we're going to cut your hair off. And they're like, what? (laughs) It's like, you knew it. I have any of you are getting your hair shaved (laughs) off on the show, and the rest of you are going blonde. Do not be surprised. I still follow the beautiful uh, deaf man that won America's Next Top Model. <laughs> when they Niall, brought men into the show. That? Yes, remember when they brought men into the show for like three seasons and they were like, no, men are boring. <laughs> <laughs> but they're hot. Yeah. Uh, and we will watch it for the show. Follow them man. on Instagram. Gorgeous. Um, I, so part of the podcast that many of you don't know about is the fact of the gay. So we'll start with that. Who's excited for the fact of the gay? <laughs> yes. I'm just proving that there are people in the room uh, for who is listening <laughs> at the bus stop. So I was like, I want to find a piece of uh, queer Christchurch history. So I was Googling queer Christchurch this morning. Uh, and no, no, not this morning. No, uh, literally 15 minutes before yeah, this. When show. I arrived at the venue, I Googled Literally, that. Eli was like, is there somewhere I can charge my phone? I need to read this fact <laughs> of the gay. And he was going to charge it right over there at the entrance. Yeah, uh, which it was. I think would have been a glorious intro for this show. Everyone has to step over my phone on the way in. Uh, and it has a four meter long cable. <laughs> anyway, I did find some, some gossip. So this is a... F- even though this is a fact of the gay, what I'm about to say is unconfirmed information. Also, the audacity of us coming back to our hometown and being like, here's a fact that you didn't know about your own town uh, is truly revolting, but we are doing it. We're doing it. Um, we're delving right back into the 1800s. Because truly, when I looked up queer Christchurch, it was, it was like, Christchurch Pride began in 2018. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, okay, do you, are you familiar with uh, Dame Nio Marsh? Oh my oh, god! Wow. A very solid. They know her, but they hate her. <laughs> They're like, don't public bring enemy that. number one. <laughs> so, if you don't know, the the theatre at the University of Canberra is named the Nio Marsh Theatre, uh, and uh, she also wrote crime fiction. Basically, she she used to direct Shakespeare plays. Really, so good they toured nationally and even internationally. I love you trying to sell the idea of this woman to this crowd. Like, yeah, she, like used to write, she used to write plays in Christchurch. Yeah, uh, was like, we don't care. Well, it's amazing <laughs> that she directed Shakespeare's that was so good they toured. When I was at the University of Canterbury, we did um, Catch-22, Train Spotting, and The Graduate. And they both did beautiful three-night seasons. You, know? <laughs> you, were, you were fantastic in The Graduate, I, and I will say that. I, I was Benjamin that. in The Graduate, which is, I don't, I don't know. He gets to have sex with the older woman. So, and, and I was convincing. <laughs> I said you were good. I didn't say you were convincing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dame Nomash. I was looking up queer uh, figures. And so, Nomash, born 1895 or somewhere about then in Christchurch, right? And then um, she Doing moved well. to London, wrote some crime fiction. Uh, she, okay, she had a friend. Is Sylvia Fox. Normally with a fact of the game, we do have our phone on us so we can fact check. <laughs> this time I was like, I'll absorb all this information and be able to relay it and what is I want Sylvia is... Fox because I will never forget that it's name. It's a beautiful name. Beautiful name. Sylvia Fox lived in a bungalow out the back of Naya Marsh's house her whole life and they're like, okay... What was going on? Uh, She's like, read me some more of your crime <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> also, I love that it. it specifically said, lived in a bungalow out the back of the house. And uh, that's my new, <laughs> this is Sam. He lives in the bungalow out the back of my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we met on Tinder. And he now lives in a bungalow out the back of my I love that. Anyway, every time she went on holiday as well, she only ever went with one other woman. She never holidayed with anyone Sylvia else. Sylvia fucking Fox. And she allegedly had this affair with a married man who was also a, a Rider, but people also think he is gay, and it's all a big cover up. Oh. So, next time you're at the Nio Marsh Theatre, which also in the biography it said the thir- first time she walked into the Nio Marsh Theatre, she cried because she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> She's gay. 
She's gay. Uh, it is confirmed. Yeah, beautiful. And that's the, that is the fact of the gay. Sure. I mean, I love a nice history of uh, Christchurch theatres. I mean, I've, mm. I've popped around a few, uh, being a ballet boy. Uh, Gorgeous. Yes. Any ballet kids in the house tonight? Wow. Okay, that is the repression of someone who's yes. done ballet growing up. I love yes, it. My for Naya Marsh, they were at a two. For ballet, they were at a one. <laughs> I didn't mean any recitals at the Naya Marsh. Yeah, gorgeous. And I have like vivid memories of basically being like, because being the only boy in like a school of like 300 young women, you know, it was always like, the, you know, the focus kind of weirdly was never on you. A lot of people kind of forgot about you, even though mm. there's literally a dance that we did at my school recital called the Prince Christopher Ballet. Thank you. Uh, wow. I wore a blue wow. waistcoat and it still fits me. Uh, <laughs> I was six. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely destroyed your mother. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, and but I remember like getting changed, like in the stairwell, you know, beside, like, beside the beside the stage, you know, while all the girls sort of and like kind of getting high off the fumes of hairspray. Mm. And I like love that. Like it's Stunning. just a gorgeous memory. It, it kind of feels like the like the forties in my mind. It wasn't black and white. The memories yeah. are in black and white. My first onstage performance, right around the corner from where we are right now, in the quad, an outdoor southern ballet performance of the Elves and the Shoemaker. And I did ballet for Trudy One Term, and I was like, because I knew boys like you. Yeah. Here's what like happened you. though. They caught me. My sister was in Peter Pan for Southern Ballet, and then after everyone left, and there was like food and drinks in the foyer, I snuck back into the theatre and did a big solo dance. And then the um, oh, I know the, the story. T- and then the teacher for Southern Ballet walked in. She was like, "You got to join." Uh, and then I joined for a term and was really into all the flamboyant stuff. And then we did the Elves in the Schumacher and they made me play a marching boy. And all I got to do was march. That is and it. then I dropped out. Uh, honestly, a gorgeous tale. Like, yeah, that's all you. I hoped for. But <laughs> me about I was me being like, dancing, be like, will she look at me? And the teacher being like, Chris, off, off, off. <laughs> off, go back to the stairs. Go back, take the tutu off, go back to the stairs. <laughs> there was a boy who, like, because there was like lots of boys who would join, but I was the one who kind of stayed there the longest. Yeah. I was like trying to, famously, my mum said to me um, after a recital once, I was like, how was I, mum? And she was like, you have a lot of passion and not enough technique. <laughs> I was 10. Uh, I was 10. And that's, that comment is somewhere sitting with me. Wow. Also really disgusting that happened. Because basically I gave up ballet because um, I was like being bullied. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and I was like, I need like a, a, a straighter version <laughs> of ballet. Like something that will kind of like the boys would do. And so I went for lyrical jazz. <laughs> Beautiful. At Sandy Gray School of Dance. And... Um, just checking she's not in here because I'm about to trash her. Uh, <laughs> they did this crazy thing where they would give a flower to the kid who got the highest mark in the exams at oh, the wow. end of grade, at the end of year, like, showcase. It's like the child bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> Will you accept this, Rose? <laughs> You're going into next year's class. Please pay your $500 in tuition fees. Uh, anyway, so it was always about, like, you know, whoever was like a talented kid who at dancing would get this rose at the end of your recital. And one day we were all sitting around her feet, which is just such a crazy power trip for her. And she was like, so who do we think is going to get a rose at the end of your recital? And the kids were like, maybe Sarah might get a rose. <laughs> maybe Tina might get a rose. And then my friend was like, maybe Chris might get a rose. And um, she said to me, Chris won't get a rose. Chris doesn't deserve a rose. And then I quit. Uh, That's so awful. I'm sorry that teacher did it to you. And look at me now. 
thriving. Not dancing. Uh, <laughs> not dancing. So for this very Christchurch-specific episode of The Male Gaze, we thought what we would do is get um, our lovely audience to write down on some paper that we found truly 10 seconds before you came into the room, yes. um, some suggestions. With the two pens we have, which with we slowly two. pass around the room. And honestly, there's like 5,000 people here, so it took really hard. <laughs> it, was, it was really hard. We're in the town hall right now. Uh, the audience, so can you see us out the back? Uh, this is a visual medium, guys. Uh, audio. Oh, God. I quit. Uh, <laughs> I'm too tired. I got out of bed at two o'clock. Anyway, uh, we got suggestions of Christchurch landmarks, icons, places, suburbs, malls, <laughs> famously <laughs> malls. Uh, Christchurch has more malls than anything. Uh, and we thought we'd rate them in a game that it's going to truly last the end of this podcast because knowing us, we will go on tangents. We'll go on too long. Um, yeah. And this is called um, Kinsey Scale. <laughs> Uh, just named it then and Wild. honestly didn't pop off. No, uh, it wasn't so a good enough name. Forget the name. We'll edit it out. So we'll read them out and then we can discuss how gay they are. You do want to start? No, you've absolutely got to go first because mine is <laughs> mine's going to be a real discussion. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I know what it is. <laughs> I got the palms. Wow. I'm going to say pretty homophobic. Ah. Uh, I don't really feel safe at the Palms. Uh, truly, I've never. I do love and stand reading cinemas. Obviously, Beautiful. cheap movies. I had famously some straight dates there. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> I worked at the Palms uh, Mar- uh, Marbex, the city and DVD store, oh, yes. for a little bit. Bec- oh. Around the Adele Twenty One era. Whoa. Yeah, I huge. was twenty one at the time because those CDs come out. At my age, that's beautiful. Um, so it's always good to know how old am I? Wait, has Adele released a record? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love the pumps because you would. I used to go to the movies a lot with my my best Judy at the time. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to use that term more because I heard it on RuPaul's, and I was like, I never say that. Uh, I was like, maybe I should try. And now I've noticed my, my flatmate Brinley keeps being like, I'm your best Judy. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, stop trying <laughs> to use that. But she's really going for it. Anyway. Um, the Palms, used to, like, me and Lucy Carter used to meet up and we'd go to movies all the time. And it was so fun to like organize, it's so crazy to like, organize it hanging out before phones. Uh, it would be like, meet you at the elevator at 11 o'clock. Don't leave, you know? Oh. And I kind of miss that. Scary. Because you'd never be late. Unlike us, who are famously like 40 minutes late to, any, to everything. Every engagement. I actually have a proper, proper memory of the Palms. A really legit thing that I'd forgotten about until you started talking about that. Yeah. Me, okay. I'm 16. Picture it. I'm on a quiz team with like, my you friends. You're not 16. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on a quiz team with my friends, Duncan Henderson, Georgia Whitler. Shout out. Uh, we're dropping w- names tonight, guys. Yes! All the kind of friends <laughs> here. Uh, we, there was like a weird like panel <laughs> quiz show that they did with school students. Um, and our team won. And we wore cool costumes. And then the prize for the quiz show, which I think was hosted by Jason Farfoy. Uh, Obviously, he, he was going very well in his career at the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm booked out. I've got a gig at the Palms. Uh, <laughs> it's a high school talent competition. The whole bunch of sixteen-year-old closeted sixteen-year-olds. Here's what we won: a three hundred dollars cheapskates voucher. Huge. <laughs> Bought a few polos. Uh, <laughs> Wore them at the same time. Yes. Remember when that was a thing? Two-layer like, polos. Very Ben Lummis. Uh, <laughs> hey, just wear two polos. It's a great marketing strategy of Helen Stein's to be like, "What's in fashion? Wearing lots of clothes at the same time." <laughs> <laughs> uh, also won 12 movie vouchers wow. Amazing For the Palms And then Yeah cheer For 18 year old 16 year old Ben How well he did uh, And also A limo ride To and from 
the NXS concert where Ooh. we were the youngest people there by about 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous. Absolutely Gorgeous. fun. Okay, so what I got was Cruise. And... Uh, yeah, and okay. what I, what is stunning about this is that it's also spelt wrong because it's spelt C R U S Z E on the hair, but it's actually I Christ. know it's not spelt with the E, but I respect someone spelling it wrong. If that was on purpose, good, get him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any fans of um, Cruise and Hair? Crickets. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. Crickets. A tricky, a tricky gay bar. I mean, we've definitely talked about this bar a lot on the podcast, uh-huh. and famously hate it. Uh, <laughs> we've had truly some of the worst nights of our lives at that bar. Um, it's weird because when I'm on a night out, really what I don't want is a $50 entry fee and $12 shots. Uh, <laughs> it was like, we were, I was doing a show in Christchurch and then you had, you were down I was with, popping down with my boy. I think it was the first time I brought him down. Oh, gorgeous. Wow. Like, let's, because you know, the thing about Eli and I is that we were closeted our entire time, adolescence in Christchurch. So we never really got to experience the thrill of like mm. Christchurch gay nightlife. And then we, um, yeah, which, <laughs> which sounds like it's amazing. Uh, no, to be fair, New Zealand's gay nightlife, truly across the board, tanks. Uh, it's, a, it's a three out of 10. Um, but anyway, mm. like when we came back, I was like, oh, it's so good to feel like confident and in yourself and like kind of like firm in your identity. And I was like, I really mm. want to go out and feel a bit gay and have a few drinks and it was truly so disappointing to be like walk in the door and the guy be like shut up and give me 50 bucks and I was like this place sucks uh, it really yeah. sucked it just one feel- long techno remix of Adele Hello was playing the entire time <laughs> we were there <laughs> it's like hello who's speaking to me hello <laughs> we're pretty losing our minds it truly feels like a bar that serves a community and that community is people leaving the casino at 3am and wanting to continue partying it is certainly not a bar that feels like it's there to serve a gay community a queer community in any regard I went once to the old one pre-quake and I remember that was kind of cool it was quite a New York and chic bricks, Where was bricks um, near Lichfield Lane is that right yes one person's nodding along you can talk back guys don't uh, <laughs> Truly, you're not going to disrupt anything up here. Um, I did. That was my first gay, because I had kind of like an older gay mentor, if you will, who was like, I'll show you the ropes. And then he took me out to cruise. And uh, in you go. (laughs) (laughs) We went out to cruise. And then the next morning, we had a brunch with a bunch of gay men I've never seen again at the casino. A brunch at the casino. Unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) They have food there? Yeah. And then I met someone there who I lost my virginity to, my butt one to a guy who was wearing Batman underwear. Next thing. Okay. I, okay, this is a truly, like, I was thinking about losing my butt virginity the other day. Um, yeah, I think you should. I, I think you should go uh, I really want to do it. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend have been going out five years, and I think it's time. Uh, <laughs> no, we got that on day one. Anyway, uh, wasn't day one. Yes. Test that. We actually have, because Elan and I both have had recently our anniversaries uh, with our partners, and we both forgot about them. Uh, but uh, it was my five year and your three. Three year. And then my boyfriend and I both decided that we'd also have our anniversary, uh, which is the other anniversary. You know, you're like, oh, this is the one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we know when that is because I, that was on uh, Sam's birthday, which is actually this. Coming Tuesday. So, and you know, we'll, we'll well, what are we going to do to celebrate? <laughs> sleep know, early night, sleepy. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. And honestly, feel free to boo me if I am a fool. Godwits? No one knows. Okay, that's fine. Uh, no one I've knows. I've got Chancery Lane. Chancery Lane. 
What's on Chancery Lane? Chance. Uh, roll the dice. You never know. Chancery Lane. I don't know where that is. What can you buy on Chancery Lane? Is there a shop there? That... It's a restaurant. It's a, oh, restaurant. Is it a restaurant. Oh. Yes. Do I you do not know that. that? Yeah, I think pretty. I'm going to say, though, from your memory, very gay. Gay, gay. Uh, I'm going to say you had oh a great God, night you've there. Just, you've just you outed had this man. All of these men there. Uh, and you had a great night together. This one just says the bus exchange. I was thinking about this. And I don't know what happens in the bus exchange of Christchurch. The new bus exchange to me is quite gay. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's something about it. It's quite she's chic. Sprucey. It's quite modern. She's a, she's a little monster. Yeah. Uh, she's a gaga little monster. <laughs> the new, but um, I famously vomited outside of the old Christchurch bus exchange. Truly one of the greatest moments in my life. Mm. It was um, the night I got so drunk. I passed out. I drank a full thing of Sambuca and a bottle of... Bad bubbles because you could say I was struggling with something at the time, <laughs> and um, then I remember like trying to pull it together because I was I was waitering a wedding, and I, <laughs> you know, when you have a wedding and you ask for like someone's friends, kids, friends, friend, you know, to help waiter, and then that kid gets fucking drunk, and then it's the rest of the wedding. The bride is like, "Is he okay?" Uh, oh. So I really made it a special night for them. Beautiful. Uh, Where were they getting married that you ended up at the bus exchange? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> the wedding was, like, out in the country. Yeah. And then, uh, beautiful country wedding. And then we, I got a lift home back into the city mm. um, to be dropped off at home. And, I, you know, it was one of those car rides where you're just totally trying to hold it together. Um, but you are sweating out of every single orifice. And you're just like, I can't hold this together. And then I remember just being like, to the driver, can you please pull over? I'm going to be sick. And then vomiting outside the bus exchange at 8 a.m. in the morning. Truly an iconic moment for me. And um, then I had to go back home to my parents. And it was that thing of being like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to act so sober to my parents. And they were like in a rush because they were going on holiday. And they literally left that morning. And I didn't have to see them. And I just slept in and had Pizza Hut. And I was like, I don't know how I got away with that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What a full legend. I've got such a treat for us. This is the Alpine ice rink. <laughs> straight. Uh, yeah. Very straight. Straight for me, even though ice skating is famously the gayest sport there is. Figure skating. Yeah, I still felt like like the mask kids at my school were much better at ice skating than me. <laughs> but uh, for me, it's like that's where you go for a date in Christchurch when you were 12 years old. Mm. Do you still date there? Like, do you date there older now? Like, is it like, would you go on a first date, like a Tinder date at Alpine Ice? That's full on, eh? Yeah. No one wants to do the chicken dance on the first day. <laughs> Shout out to the Alpine Ice chicken dance. Beautiful. Honestly, it went off. Um, I had, like, honestly, three dates at the Alpine Ice. Really? I never went on a date. With all the girls from St. Michael's All Angels, the intermediate school that I went to. Is there a, is, are you from St. Michael's? Oh, no. But you, knew, but you know the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's in a city, which you think would make it very radical, but actually, no, no. Uh, they are all very conservative, very religious kids. And wow. I kind of went, they all had like, they were riding with like feathers and ink quills. And I was at Alma Normal School, uh, where famously we never learned to read. And 
<laughs> they were like, Give, let's see if the kids will approach books themselves. <laughs> they don't. Uh, that's the lesson there. And, um, yeah, so I went to St. Michael's and I dated Malora and Natalie. I can't believe you on three dates with three girls at It was two, actually. In hindsight, it was, it was two, but oh, yeah. we always went back to Alpine Ice. Amazing. Because I think you could hide it to your parents. You could be like, we're going to, it's just me and a chick. We're just figure skating, baby. The f- Ain't nothing romantic about this. It's all about the ice. The first legit date I went on with a, uh, was with a girl. We went to Starbucks in Rickard and Mall. And then, and then she had. Um, yes, very mature. Very mature. We both got a white chocolate mocha. And she <laughs> showed me a lot of photos of her cat on her um, Nokia Pinkalicious phone. Throwback. <laughs> wow. Yes. And then we went back to her room and she had a sign on her door that said fairies live here. And then in the, the room that was. You were like, and they do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, and there was about 40 sculptures of fairies in the room. I love a fairy kid. Yeah. I love, and I had a friend who was a dragon kid. That. Lots of um, witches. Which was there a shop in Rickon and Moor called like Witches? Yes. And he used to buy his dragons from there. Very cool. I wasn't uh, allowed in there. My mum wouldn't let me. Uh, someone literally just wrote, "What high school do you go to?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that proves that this is a Christchurch show. Yes. On the count of three, say it: one, two, three. Rickerton Boys High School. High school. Any boys, high, CBHS, LT or Pedo? Anyone? No, no, no. Anyone uh, from Rickerton High School apart from my sister? Yes, hello, oh, hello, hello. hello. We were actually having this discussion earlier. Now's a perfect time. Oh, yeah. Which we were decided what school would you want to go to if you could choose at the time, knowing that you were about to come out? Would mm. feel like the most safest space to go to. And I reckon for me, and shout out if you agree, Burnside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ball. Yeah, I love ball. it. Yeah, right. And then... And then St. Andrews. I was like intrinsically St. Andrews to me. Yeah. Really? Wow. Because they got a chapel on site. Yeah, the religious aspect. Really? Should we burn it down? Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, what about Unlimited? It's called just, is it Discovery, the young one, or Unlimited, the young one? It, that's what it was called when I was there. Yeah. It's got a new name. No? It's just, just unlimited. unlimited. Yeah, it's just Unlimited, which definitely makes it sound very queer. Uh, <laughs> this school, Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. That would be very queer for anybody. But like, you can come to class if you want, or you can go out there and fuck some boys. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to your first year of high school. Uh, <laughs> things are different here. Okay, huge ones here. New Brighton Pier, one. Also on the other, the Red Zone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went on that walk last time I was down, actually, through the Red Zone. It was nice. Yeah, it was long. Uh Where's that? Is that like near? I'm oh, I'm so bad, but like near Avon Avon's oh. side. Avon, near Avon is that side, like yeah, a, that's not like walk. a cruising spot, is that? Where is that? Is Mid- that? <laughs> of course, of course. There's it all these like perfect sense. empty in sections and stuff. I love yeah. that. Yeah, dirty yeah. swamp sex. I I love that. Yeah, well, there's also like, because one of the places we went, it's all these like house sections divided by hedges, but there's no houses there anymore. So you can have a little like. Rendezvous. Yeah, you, can, you can have a little rendezvous. I like that. In the red zone. It really puts a new meaning to red zone for me. <laughs> what about New Bride and Pig? Um, do you think it's a queer place? Okay. Um, so F6 is um, gay and one is straight, bro. Yeah. Uh, on the Kinsey scale. Where do you think? We'll say it on the same time. Okay, cool. New Bride and Pig. Oh, and you can play in as well. Okay, because you're here. On the count of three. Oh, hold on, let me make my choice. And don't say three. It's too safe. Okay. Six is gay. One is straight as bro. New bright and pair. One, two, 
Oh, you said one. You said uh, one. <laughs> Beautiful. Humiliating for you. Uh, we all heard it. It's hard because you've got to think of a number, but also listen to Chris saying numbers. So there's a very complicated process. Okay. The countdown will be A, B, C. <laughs> uh, and then you and then you can say your number. <laughs> this this podcast is literally giving people headaches. Okay. Okay. It's <laughs> you to write it here. A, B, A, B, C. Two. Four. What did you hear? I, I said a four, but I heard a lot of people say two. And I said two. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Famously straight. Uh, I think New Brighton has a straight vibe, but a lot of like... Uh, I think a lot of hippies live around New Brighton. Say, which I didn't want to like generalize, but I feel like you see a lot of fire poi yeah. in New Brighton. This is one of my memories of Christchurch is I was always like, um, sometimes when I have to come into town, I'd want to like go and hang out in the Botans right, like, right, right near where we are here in that area where kind of like lies down and read books because I always knew that you'd oh, might, and then you might you might all those palm trees are. All the palm trees yes. are. And often there's like ripped shirtless hippies doing like um, poi. <laughs> like, I'm just reading this Noah Marsh book, but also Whoa. watching this guy on his balance strap. Yeah. Uh, that's, those people are they playing you know, hacky sack? You know the ones that like you tie the string to both I trees. I love that. Do you? No, it's taking up to. There's a lot of you see it a lot in Hagley Park. What I love about Hagley Park is that it is basically a gym as well. Like it's got every bit of equipment that you need, but mm. you also don't know how to use it. Yeah. You always like put your feet up on the bars there, and then you're leaning back, and then you're like over so like three like 180 <laughs> degrees. You're, you've never <laughs> been your back that way ever before, and then you try and do a crunch. And then you pass out, and then you continue to run. Uh, yeah. I work out on that thing that you spin, and then the water squirts out. Uh, <laughs> that's, just the, that's just the toilet. <laughs> his uh, name's Stephen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what some of these are. <laughs> oh, Shirley? Oh. oh. What's interesting is, when you hear the term, I think of Shirley Boys High, and they're called Shirley Boys. And when you think of the term Shirley Boys, you think, oh, the Shirley Boys. <laughs> I'm hanging out with my best Shirley boy. I'm like, run. Uh, (laughs) Someone's going to be thrown at me. But I think uh, I, in my mind, I'm going to... I think I think of Shirley Boys as being a little bit sweeter, whereas the St. Bede's Boys are the ones that I'm scared of. <laughs> what high school kids are you scared of? Uh, I truly still am scared of high school kids. It's so weird. I am so intimidated What's by the high school, school kids. That, their socks look like they've been washed with something dark blue, but they're so they're like this white, weird pale, like St. Thomas's or something. Like their socks are like a light yeah, blue. Yeah, maybe that's St. Thomas's. Is something I've always thought. Uh, Here's a doozy. It is the Port Hills. I have fucked in the Port Hills. Same. Oh, no. Cashmere Hills. Oh. Same thing? That's part of it. Isn't the Port Hills an enveloping term that envelops any hill? (laughs) Did not know you were a scientist. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I've had sex on the Port Hills then. Um, You've had a queer sexual experience there, right? Whereas I've only had straight straight sexual experiences. Yeah, yeah. It was... I lost... uh, it, It was like a... It was truly chaotic. I was on a date with this guy, and then um, he we had a drink or whatever, and I was like new to the dating game, and I was doing it in my hometown, so it was feeling very radical. And basically through the whole day, I was like, you know, like I was going to pass out. My blood was pumping so fast to my head. And um, he was like, I was like, well, this has been nice. Date over. And then he's like, I'll drive you home. And then he's driving me home. I'm sitting in the passenger seat because I could not drive at the time. And he was just like, you know what? Nah. And then he fully, like, accelerates, turns the car around. At that point, I was like, I'm going to be murdered. Uh, And he just drives chaotically fast through the streets of Christchurch, right? And I'm, like, 
it sounds hot. And I can tell you at the time, it was not. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? He's like, I was like, where are we going? He's like, you'll see. And uh, not great, but then like kind of exhilarating. And I was like, just like, relax, Chris, be, be cool with this. And then we drove up to the Kashmir Hills. And then we sucked each other off in his boot of his car. So beautiful. His mum's <laughs> his mum's car. Uh, oh. And he said he didn't clean it properly. Oh. Yeah, I know. And that's just like that's for me how clumsy all those initial counters are when you're coming out, I think. Which yeah. I think, which I love about them. Yeah, I sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> A Multiple lot. times. Multiple times up at the sign of the Kiwi. Because she lived with my sister. Your sister. And Aaron Simpson. And Aaron Simpson. <laughs> Celebrity. Huge household, actually. And so you couldn't have sex at her house. Well, I mean, truly we could have, but we, <laughs> avoided, were looking we for didn't an excuse. do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'd have to make the time to drive up to the sign of the Kiwi. And I, I ideally hope that no other cars were nearby. And then we would. Uh, and sort of not really steam up the windows. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a, have a, um, a little fog. A little fog. No Titanic, but. Uh, what? No, the Titanic would make me feel more sexual, I think. Yeah, no. You yes. didn't quite reach that. It was more just like your palm on an unsteamed window. Yeah, just being like, boop, 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 boop. In my Honda Civic, was one time when we were driving back down from the hill, just started smoking everywhere. And then Brindley was like, have you checked the oil? And I was like, I've literally never checked the oil. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, constantly what is asking that? me if I checked the oil. <laughs> I'm like, I will get onto it in four years. Okay, so to answer that question, I'm going to say the poor hills. Very gay. Yeah, really Would you gay. agree? Yeah, okay, great. Christchurch mm. agrees. Volcano Bar Littleton. Do you know that? Where uh, is Volcano Bar? Well, I would say Littleton on a whole, very gay. Yeah. Uh, that's my... To me, it's one queer polyamorous community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Littleton is in one huge relationship with each other, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's gorgeous. Port Hills again. Port Hills is popping off. We uh, love it. People cannot get enough of the Port Hills. Christchurch fucking loves the Port Hills, eh? It's kind of like, oh, yeah, have you seen the malls? Yeah, and the Port Hills? Uh, what else have we got? Uh, we can go to Sumner, but it's got to be a nice, nice. day. <laughs> uh, Norwesterlies. <laughs> to me, straight. To me, a Northwester is To me, straight. gay. Really? Uh, to me, Norwesterly, very gay. Just because of the way that Christchurch... And like specifically my mum gets when there is a Norwesterly. When you get in the mood, you're like, She's oh, just must like, be the Northwester. Yes. <laughs> like, all behaviour is like, you can blame it on the Norwester, you know? <laughs> I just, she's like, oh God, it's, your, it's that Norwester just kind of blew in. It's like, I love when people drop it as well. They're like, it was a really nice day. And then the Norwester blew through. It is one of the things, it's like, you know how when at a prison, things get like crazy when it's a full moon. And I feel like in the same way, teachers will be like, oh, Kids were shocking today. I think it was the Northwester. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in no other city in the world do I hear anyone talk about a Norwester. It is only specifically this city. And once a week. Yeah. And also any other city, they just call it wind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I will be brave enough to say, I don't know what a Norwester feels like. <laughs> what is it? Is it a it's warm? Like thick and warm, right? Yes, yes. A thick warm it's wind. A thick warm wind. It's a thick warm Hits wind. You in the face. It kind of embraces you, treats you like a little bitch, <laughs> and sends you on your way. Makes you do crazy things. And then, okay, this okay. one's truly a gay icon. All and right. I've already said it before I've read it out loud. Um, Mona Vale? Gay. So Gorgeous. gay. 
I truly remember being like in the closet uh, and like trying to talk to my straight friend at the time and just being like walking through Monavale, just being like, these parks are glorious. Uh, <laughs> like, even with my parents being like, and this is just fab. Uh, and what is it? And these houses yeah. are, I've always, like, my dream was to live in one of those houses. Does anyone here live in Monavale? Okay, great, because I would literally break into your house. I, I have dreams of living in Monavale. Isn't there one house? There's a whole strip across the river, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, they've got flash. a little, like, you know, porch vibe. You know, you're kind of out being like, with your shotgun. That's what I imagine. Just being like, oh, my, that Norwester wind's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Martin Norwester. Feed a couple of ducks. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a little charity bin for the bread that you can throw out to the ducks. Mm, gorgeous. Truly a, a beautiful park. I was in the Summer Shakespeare there. Oh, which Top was Dog. Rare, top Dog. Yeah. And I particularly remember because you, you perform it at Motorvale, but you rehearse at Girls High, which is, of course, next door. And I do remember walking around Girls High and being like, wish I could have gone here. You know, I just like the vibe at the school. Girls High. Right? Yeah, the yeah, river. I, I wish I could have gone to Girls High too, no, actually. Yeah. I spent a lot of time there because I we did a high school production of The Crucible at Girls High, where we definitely, in the role of Chichiba, blackface someone at the time. Uh, and it's truly shocking. And at the time, I was like, we should have known about that when the teacher was like, also... If you are touching Tichuba in the play, please do not do that because the makeup will rub off her hands <laughs> and dirty your costume. At that point, we should have been like, shall we not we do this? Uh, but it was truly 2003 or whatever, 13. We just knew no better. Yeah, we knew no better. Both Chris and I are former John Proctors. I don't know if you know the role John Proctor, but actually Daniel Day-Lewis. Played it. Uh, and, and we played it in high school. And uh, I based my entire role as John Proctor from Daniel Day-Lewis yes. doing it. I watched the DVD. I was like, that's how you do it. Then I wore it out. So, oh, and iconically, maybe I've even... I, so my, <laughs> I recently found out that my friend, Steph, who played Elizabeth Proctor, John Proctor's wife, in I the show... I think we told this in literally the last episode of The Mail Game. Well, I still got to talk Say about it again, because it's truly my favourite story of all time. So Elizabeth Proctor has to come out later in the show pregnant, and the way my friend Steph did this was she would go backstage. She had probably like 45 minutes backstage, so she would get her mum to bring her a pizza. She would eat a full pizza so that she was bloated when she came back on stage. <laughs> And that's how you win an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> that is dedication to the role. That is crap. It's so good. I remember when I played John Proctor, long, gorgeous blonde hair. I remember we went to the hairdresser. Mm. He's definitely the only gay man I knew in Christchurch at the time. And he, I was like, I want like surfer locks because um, I love to surf. And... And I had this kind of long grind out here. I was like, I just wanted to be like, oh, I've just got out of the beach. And I live in Miraval, but I've just been at the beach. And um, kind of rugged, like, oh, it's kind of like fucked up. That's what I'm going for. Wow. And then I remember he cut the hair, blah, 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 snip, 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 snip. And he's like, okay, I'm done. And I was like, okay. I hadn't, for some reason, it was a true, like, Tyra uh, <laughs> moment where I did not have a mirror. And he's like, I've shaved it all off. No. And then he was like, okay, you ready for the reveal? He revealed it to me. It was not a surfer look. It was more of a kind of soft Farrah Fawcett type. Gorgeous. And he's like, and I'll show you what I based it off. And then showed me a book of a woman walking down a catwalk. Uh, And it was truly like, uh, I had the same haircut as my mum for a little bit. But that that was the hair that I played John Proctor with. And I remember, because the Christchurch Girls High Girls would do your your stage makeup, but they didn't really like, they could only do the makeup that they did on themselves. So it was just like mascara, gloss, blush, <laughs> touch of bronzer, curled my hair. And I walked out on stage and the noise of the girls was just like, <gasps> and <laughs> Lucy Carter, my best Judy, she came up to me after the show and she was like, your hair, that's exactly how I want it for my formal. <laughs> 
in my mind, I was like, because it is my name, like give my John Proctor. And she was like, that is the hair that I want. Yes. My form formal. Wow. I had a guy hairdresser in Christchurch as well, who was one of the first people, well, the first time I ever like specifically asked for the hairdresser was, his name was Jake and he used to work at Rodney Wayne. Is he here? No. Uh, Eli. He's here. Uh, no. <laughs> Jake? I've got a surprise for you. He was amazing. And I think, it, like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know many gay people when I used to go and get my hair cut. And then he'd ask, like, one day I was like, oh, I think I'm going to town with my friends. And I think he was, like, trying to work it out if I was gay. He was like, uh, which clubs are you going to? <laughs> Probing question. Yeah. I, like, How old were you at the time? I was, I reckon I was 17, maybe, 18. And yeah. we're like, not going to I'm not going to park. The park at Mona, I'm going to be the ducks. But it's amazing. I probably, I probably survived about 14 haircuts, probably like on the brink of being like, I'm gay too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, there was a thing though, like I felt like, especially in my little bubble in Christchurch, like I didn't really have any, like my parents didn't really have any gay friends or there wasn't mm. anyone who was sort of out at the time that I kind of knew that I could, well, that I knew that there was like, Light at the end of the tunnel. You know yeah. what I mean? There was literally just Jake at Rodney Way. <laughs> no, well, weirdly, Grant, my hairdresser at the salon, it was how it was called the salon, and it's down Homewood Road. Uh, mm. You may have driven past it every now and then. Uh, it's very fruity. It was very fashion at the time. It had like orange couches, and um, Julia oh. was the hairdresser who she looked like the um, Ange- um, Angelica Houston. From the witches. Wow. And I remember being like, she's fabulous. <laughs> I was eight being like, she's good. There's something fun about her. Uh, truly God, fighting I... my first gay icon. And she, uh, but the, the male hairdresser there, Grant, at the time, like mum would never say that he was gay, but mum was like, oh yeah, Grant, he's a bitch. Uh, and <laughs> now I know what she means by that. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was like her kind of way of framing it. And you used the same to, mum, dad, I need to tell you, I'm coming out as a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a red light. Uh, is it time to wrap this up? It is. Okay. It is. Do you want to speed, speed through these? Yes. Okay. We'll go hot or gay or straight. Sign of the Kiwi, as discussed, probably the straightest part of the Gayport Hills, I think. Time Ball Station. Uh, straight. You, uh, this no is the uh, University of Canterbury Library brackets toilets, which I'm going to say is gay because I just get a vibe that whoever wrote this uh, did something had sex in, there. in there. Margaret Mayhew Playground. Uh, <laughs> let's me just say my nephew goes there a lot. Uh, <laughs> and if any of you have had sex in there, I'll be calling the cops. A uh, fuckload of Wilson car parks, the straightest thing in the world. Uh, uh, fuck <laughs> Wilson car parks. Like Wilson. Dog parks. Where do you guys get over? Uh, uh, okay, I'm into that. I like dog parks because it's often like they're like little mini. There's that place that we can ride your bikes and crash it. There's like mini streets with little signs and stuff. Very cute, yes. very gay. Um, Arana Park. To me, Arana Park straight, Willowbank gay. <laughs> For me, Arana Park by mm. and Willow Park. Willowbank. Willow, Willow, I say Willow Park. You said Willow Park. Willowbank yeah. gay. A lot of peacocks. A lot of peacocks. <laughs> Heathcote River, okay, Heathcote River, gay, Avon River, straight. Okay, Aranui, definitely um, has a, a gay energy to me because I remember going to their drama room. If you were doing drama in high school around 2004, you would know that Aranui were the kings of drama, kings and queens of drama, and they had, um, what they did was they bought all the old cinema seats from, I think, Northland's or a cinema that had closed down or refurbished, they bought all their cinema seats and built this amazing theatre with these lush, comfortable seats, and they put on this incredible production of uh, Hamlet. They were good. I'm surprised Science Alive didn't get put in the mix. Um, 
Oh. But I'm going to say very gay, Science Alive. The only part of science that is gay is Science Alive. Science Alive. The vertical slide to me. The vertical slide. So gay. And Pirate's Cove. Any fans of Pirate's Cove? Very straight. Chipmunks, very gay. So, you know, the world is full of um, opposites, I guess you could say. And we've been given our red light, which means that truly this what has only been a nostalgic trip of Christchurch. And sorry to anyone who listens to this podcast who's not from Christchurch, because they'll be like, what? What? Where are Uh, you talking about? Norwester, what? This podcast has been literally useless to you. Christchurch, have you had fun today? We've Thanks literally so loved being back home, um, and uh, we'll do it again sometime, right? Yes, we will come back. Uh, two quick plugs. Chris Park is doing his show, Iconique, tonight Iconic, and tomorrow. Yes. Tonight, 7.45, and then also Sunday at a gorgeous 5-something. Uh, 5.45, I want to say. You know, 5 o'clock. Oh, my God, that's too early. Uh, it'll be lit. Also, we're going to go have some drinks with our friends at Smash Palace tonight. A very wonderful uh, queer-friendly venue. Some would say the anti-cruise, you know. Uh, <laughs> they shouted, They reached out after hearing our cruise episode, and they were like, hey, we would love to offer a space where like, queer people feel like they are welcome. And um, I think it's really nice that Smash have done that. So we're going to go there after the show and kind of meet them up yes. on that great offer. So if you want to meet us for a drink at Smash Palace. I'll come after my show. So we won't come after this podcast. After the show. About 9pm. About 9pm. We literally never go out. So this will be fun. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a few rosés. We'll have a good old laugh. And we'll just feel nice and um, safe in a bar that, I don't know, welcomes gay people. <laughs> <laughs> Queer people. Um, thank you so much. Thanks Enjoy so Britain's much for listening. We'll Goodbye, Christian. Thank you. Play that theme song again. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.